Hello to Let's Get Practical. I'm Monica Lim, your host. And today, my guest is Eve Chapman. Um, it's such an honor to have her in our show. I think she is really somebody to me, uh, an inspiration of somebody who's doing like to super practical things, um, not, you know, just not doing the burnout uh, hustle, but just really trying to keep a balance between her work and also her creative projects. Uh, a little intro for those of you who may not know Eve Chapman. She's a digital creator, an entrepreneur, and over the past three years, she's built uh, an empire of digital products and courses. I bought so many of her courses as well uh, to just help everyday people start not just full-time careers in creator economy, but really just to leverage what they know their expertise into like little bits of content for the internet and make some money doing that. She's built over like 20 plus digital products. Uh, she's earned more than 70 K in revenue. We're going to talk all about that today. And she's done it all not full time, which is amazing, but while still holding down a full time job as a coach marketer uh, to fitness industry in Australia and New Zealand. So um, again, like so much that I want to ask you and talk about. Uh, so great to have you, Ev. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited to chat all things practical. Yay. Um, and you are, thank you for, you know, making time. You are, I think it's a Saturday morning today. Is that right yes. for you? Yep. Saturday morning. Um, and that's, a, you know, I'm just curious because you are, I see you on Twitter posting like really early in the morning. Um, what is your morning look like? Yes. So um, mornings for me are my prime time. Like I am switched on when I wake up. So I usually wake up kind of anywhere between five or six. Um, and it's like that's just naturally kind of the time I wake up. Um, and uh, I usually get up, make a coffee and sit down at my computer straight away and I start writing. Um, and I do that for about an hour or so. Um, and... Yeah, that's that's the writing routine I've had for the past three years. Um, Amazing. Starting, yeah. But um, so when you wake up and like you start writing, is it more of you probably heard like morning pages, like a brain dump, or is it like you are you know what you're gonna write about, and then after an hour you have like an essay? What kind of things? How what's your writing look like in the morning? Yeah, I think it's different to most people. I have this thing called my sparking box. Um, and uh, so as I'm going throughout my day, I'm collecting stuff that kind of sparks me. So if I'm reading a book and something stands out to me, I kind of highlight it, take a little note, and then that gets into my sparking box. And the same for like if I'm listening to podcasts or if I'm doing whatever. So I've got like this big just whole list of notes of things that have sparked me in some way. And so that I literally just open that up and I just look for something um, again that kind of it, it sparks for me or, you know, I'm, I'm not the kind of person who can say, okay, like the night before I'm going to write about this thing. And so it's open on my desk and then I just sit down and start writing. Like I'm very like in the moment I have to be inspired and creative. And so I like to have like this inbox full of stuff that is really inspiring and that I want to explore 
And then I find if I can do that for about an hour, then content ideas just kind of like, you know, fly up from there. Oh, wow. Amazing. Um, I know like I, I've known you, you know, like for, for quite a while now and you to me were, uh, I mean, like the, the yellow branding, you know, just like whenever I see yellow, I think of you. Uh, and I also remember that you were my like Rome person. Like you were, yes. if I was looking for Rome content, you were the person who like just so easy to understand uh, and I could totally get in your mind frame. Um, now I know that uh, I bought your Tana Fast Track course and, you know, like, I don't know how you did it, but like, it has like over 50 uh, modules already. And um, I just wanted to ask you, like, now I see you and I forgot about Rome. I almost don't, don't even like the notion comes up, but it's like, it's all about Tana. And I wanted to, to hear from you, like, what is Tana for a lot of people who are not familiar with it uh, and how you got into it? Yeah, it's, uh, it's a funny or like an interesting story, I think, is like I've, I've been through all of the, the apps, right? Whether And I, I said this last week on Twitter, I was like, I don't actually know if I know what Tana is anymore just because there's a lot of different features that are coming out that make it something more. So I'll talk a little bit about that. But I think that um, I, I've always, like I was like a, an early user of Evernote and I used that for years and years and years. It's like I love just like collecting and writing things down. Um, I used um, uh, I used Trello for a while. I used Notion. Then I got into Rome and then Tana. Um, and so I'm always looking for a place to kind of like do stuff like whether that's my writing work whether that's content whether that's task management like I find that how I see it is like you've got like lots of people like have this task manager over here um, and I'm like oh I could actually build that in this tool notion or this tool Rome or this tool Tana so um, I yeah I like to have all of that kind of like in one place so I would say Tana is kind of like a space where you can put anything okay so it just has a like a simple daily page where you could literally just start writing a journal but then you can kind of categorize a whole lot of things as well with what we call super tags and so then it becomes um, a place where you can not just like dump notes in or, or things but you can also categorize them and then find them later and actually now I think that it's becoming like a platform that you can actually build on and and um and it's got ai capabilities and so it's a whole lot of cool stuff you can do in there i think that if i was to categorize it it's like a it's like an operating system that you can you can have in your in your life like yes maybe wow it's very hard to categorize right now and i think that is for a good reason because i actually think it's a new category of something but i can't actually name what that is Oh my God. That's, um, that's pretty special to, to feel that like strong connection, right. To a product. Like I felt it and I still do with, with notion. Um, but I think part of it is, was because I was always running around, never on my desk all day. And 
I, I needed to have it on my phone and I needed to like, just be, you know, have it everywhere. And I think when I had the opportunity to dive into, you know, Tana, it seemed very like desktop yes. uh, kind of, you know, thing. I've, I've seen you talk about like in your latest, you know, YouTube video that there is like a mobile component to that. Is that like, is it like an app or uh, what yep. is this mobile thing they have now, Tana? Yeah, so they just um, released Tana Capture, which is an iOS app, okay? So it's only for um, iOS at the moment, and they've got an Android um, kind of in the works, right? Um, but it's basically, um, so it doesn't allow you to access your full notes library or anything like that. All it does is have a page where you can, like, capture stuff. So you can capture a quick note, an audio note, a photo kind of from wherever you are. So I feel like it takes that um, idea of like, yes, Tana's very desktop, even though like I still use it on my, my, my iPad and, and that kind of thing, like just through the web, but it is a web app at the moment. Um, and so you've kind of been very tied to having to be at the desktop and use it, but it kind of takes you out of that to your everyday life. And rather than building a full app, like, and because Tana's still only like maybe six or seven months old, like in terms of like early access. So there's, it's still very much in development. So I think rather than like trying to focus on building this big, uh, you know, like app that you can access all your nodes, they kind of like have bridged this gap where, like where you can actually be away from your computer but still do the important stuff of capturing things. Um, and I found it's really just opened up a whole new way for me of capturing um, because I do now just a heap of audio notes. Um, whereas From like your Tana capture. Me. Exactly. Wow. Yeah. So I've got my phone with me everywhere. I'm just like talking into it. And then because at the same time of Tana Mobile, they also released um, Tana AI. So you can transcribe all of those notes that you speak into the phone right. um, and then you can have different prompts that make them do different things so like for instance last weekend I was like maybe I can write a prompt where I just like talk about my shopping list and it creates the shopping list and it did oh wow like it was just super cool or like, can, that's I've, that's fascinating can we uh yeah. go a little bit deeper you know so let's say just for me to like actually visualize this you are like walking around and then like you know okay I, I need to create a shopping list you are talking to your phone and you, you have this like pre prompt set up or you talk on the yes. phone and then create the prompt. So I, the, I created a specific prompt that would take the transcript from what I was talking. So I basically was standing in the kitchen saying, just looking through my fridge. Okay. I need this. I need to get some milk. I need to get some bread. Um, oh, it looks like I'm running low on tomato sauce or something. Like I just literally was just, talking and then um then I wrote a prompt uh in Tana that said can you uh, I'm going to give you a transcript of me talking through my shopping list can you extract all of the things that I talk about and list it one per line wow that was it amazing and it did and it was great. and it's like such a practical thing because like I yeah. always come up with shopping lists at the worst moments right like yes. when I don't have a notebook um, but you know, you're always like with your phone and yeah. you could just talk to your phone. I, I think so. And I actually hate writing shopping lists. Like it is for me the most boring thing ever. Like 
do you stand in the in the kitchen with right. your notebook or with your laptop or like some app like trying to like type in I need paprika like I just can't right. I can't stand it but actually just like just getting into the kitchen and just being like yeah, and it makes okay, it interesting we need, this, we need that yeah it's like and it's, it's honestly so interesting I'm gonna try this I'm gonna try this soon and I'll, I'm gonna report back yes, um, yes. I love this so I I. I think you bring up a really good point. Like I think the all these tools that are just kind of like testing things out. I, I really feel that they're just prototyping, they're creating like MVPs within like the bigger platforms. And then like just seeing what people do with them. Like they're like throwing things at us and then like people like you come up with amazing things. Um what do you think is like, you know, you talked about the audio and to me like I, I do give Rome a lot of credit for for having started this, like laying the path of like the the network kind of, you know, thinking, uh, not the linear thinking that to me was just like super like new and awesome. Um, and with, you know, with Tana and then like maybe like Notion also will, will, will create its own version of that. But uh, you've seen like, you know, like Evernote, all of these tools, um, what do you think drove, like, it seems like you're pretty set, okay, tan is my thing. What do you think was, I don't know, like one or two things that really sold you on Tana? Yeah. Okay. So I came from Notion, which you have to like create structure to kind of, you know, get in there. Then I, then I went to Rome, which actually took my brain so long to get especially being a really structured person, right? So I feel like I can like pretty much see structure created and then I'm working on it. But there's something really missing in Notion for me, which was that free flowing stuff. So it's like I'm working over here in content, but now I need to add a task and I'm like, oh, I've got to like, you know, switch. And so there was, a, there was this, is this big disconnect, which I don't think I realized at the time, but then I started to use Rome and I realized, whoa, like I can really find flow just kind of in this node-based kind of world. Um, but the funny thing is that I actually probably didn't use Roan like everybody else did with like the square brackets of everything. And like, I couldn't remember all the square brackets. Like, did I? Did right, I right. Like same, that? same. No, no, I, I create labels and I forget them. And like, I cannot, <laughs> exactly. like, I cannot find the bucket. So how I ended up using Rome was I used tags and queries. And so when I actually saw... Tana, I was like, that's exactly how I use Rome with super tags and searches. But then in Tana, because you could then also have that structure with fields and then, you know, really kind of build kind of notion stuff, but with the flow of Rome, I was like, oh, this is it. I don't need anything else. Like I literally... I, sw I switched in about 48 hours every single I know day. like and uh and that's like something that I wanted to definitely ask you but because you were you were creating so much great very very like you know high production value content on Notion yeah and then like I think it was like a week later you had this entire course on Tana I was like oh my god how did she do it like can you like um uh, can you like bring yourself back to that mode, like to those five seconds of making the decision. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to do this. And then like, I don't know if you slept during those days, <laughs> like, but you had a course at the end and it was like a really good course. Yeah. 
I um so I I remember exactly when it was. It was a Monday, Monday morning, and I was having a chat with somebody on Twitter, and they said, honestly, I just want everything of you in Tana. Like wow. all, like all of your systems, I just want them in Tana. And I said Somebody asked you for that, like somebody who 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 liked Tana. Yeah, one, yes, yes. So they had they had also got Tana. They'd seen a couple of things that I was doing and they're like, honestly, I just I'd just like to just like the shortcut of like just give me give me you in Tana and that's that's all they needed. And I said, Oh, I can probably build that. Oh my god. <laughs> in like forty eight hours. <laughs> okay. It was like so and it was a Monday, I remember putting a tweet out saying, Okay, I'm gonna build this thing. And then as I was writing the landing page, I thought, oh, like, wouldn't this be cool if it was a course that people could do in a weekend? And then I thought, what if they could do it this weekend? Like, I didn't plan to do it in a week. You are crazy. Like, I'm a crazy person in that just like I it just sometimes like that creative momentum just, you know, off it goes. And I'm like not thinking through the mechanics of actually but that's the that's how I think amazing things happen it is and that is how amazing things happen in my life I have to ride the creative wave like I'm just not the person who's like the disciplines like okay let's like launch this in like you know three weeks or something like I'll just be bored by then so I if I have the creative wave I've just got to ride it that's amazing um yeah so I I felt that creative momentum and I'm like oh you know like and because you you had gone deep in all of these tools, um, yeah. having you choose that, like just simply the fact that, oh, she's working on this tool, I think made that tool a lot more appealing to me. I mean, to be perfectly yeah. honest, you know what I mean? Like, wow, you know, if she chose it, um, it's like, you know, like they, people say, oh, you know, if you're buying real estate, just just go to where the Starbucks are because they, they've done all the research. They've done all their studies. It's like a cheap way to do research. Um, and I was like, okay, Ev is onto something. And okay. I, I tried it immediately. And like I was telling you, like, uh, oh, you know, like it just felt like hard for me. It did not feel, yeah. it did not click to me, you know, like instantly. Um, and I did not have the time to go through like, the YouTube, because, you know, when I got into Notion, it was like just eating up content from like Marie Poulin and like, wow, yeah. this is amazing. I can totally create this. Uh, and now that I'm in, I'm at, at a different stage in life where I have a lot of time in my, you know, in front of my desktop. Um, I think I'm ready to to dive in to, you know, I I, I know if I sit down, I will like this. Um, so for somebody like me, like I, I've bought your course, uh, and I'm ready to dive in. It has like 70 modules, you know, like, uh, there are lots of things. And like you said, it's like this world, right. Um, yeah. and for somebody not to get overwhelmed, what do you think is like a good, I don't know, mini project or like if you had to like the beginner guide or like if you had to usher someone okay follow me like what would you show them or like tell them to do yeah so i think there's there's probably two things right one is to start with their daily page okay so really at its very basic tana is like open it up and you've got a page with the date at the top and so it's just a really great way to capture thoughts 
capture notes, like just dump everything that you that you want, use it as a daily journal. So I do three things every single morning on the daily page. I, one, write down what are my meetings for the day, like what have I got on? So a little schedule. Two, what tasks do I have to do? And three, I start like a daily journal or a daily log. Um, so you're like typing them up. It's not like you, you're look, you're like pulling an existing task manager, but you're just like dumping it all in. Now I have my task manager in oh, wow. Tana. So, but, but before that, all I did three things, just, I look at my calendar. Okay. One, two, three. And so I feel like what that does is it centers me right now on the day. Right. And that's what I love about the daily page. It's like, I'm not like, you know, like sometimes looking at task management, there's like all this stuff. It's right. like, no, we're just, we're just focusing on today. And I really just love that centering. So that's kind of number one. I think the second thing I would say to people is solve one problem first. Okay. So like, if you want to, um, like, if you want to organize your tasks and projects, let's organize that first. Okay. Mm -hmm. Rather than saying, I want to have my tasks and my content and then this and like house projects over here. And like, and it's like all this, like just stuff. It's like, if you solve one problem first, what happens is you learn how to use super tags. You learn how to use fields. You learn how to use the live searches. And so then all of that helps you when you want to go and solve another problem. Right. That's beautiful. And like, it's just like, it, it lifts off the... I don't know, the, almost like the pressure of like, oh, which one should I start with first? Like, just start with anything, like any problem, like just, just start just with anything. one. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which um, one, I mean, which problem did you start with? Tasks and projects are always my thing to start with. I just think they're, it's an easy, um, it's an easy thing to understand. You've got projects, they have a status, a due date. You've got tasks, they have a status, they have a due date, that kind of thing. So, so it's easy to kind of like, see the structure of it and be able to put that in. So I wow. just have a, a super tag for a project, a super tag for a task. I can then say this task was related to that project and that's it. It's and you can simple. also add like deadlines, like, you know, dates. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. As you best, are doing it. Wow. Yes. It's like... And the best thing about Tana is that you, it, it builds over time, right? So, so don't, don't think about, the problems you might have like next month with it, just think about how do I solve that problem now? So let's say doing a task and you say, oh, um, oh I need a due date field. Okay, let's add that due date field in. Okay, then you're doing a task and you think, oh, I need to add a, who's responsible for this? Okay, let's add that field in. So it's like super easy just to add quick fields as the problems and the challenges come up rather than having to impose all this structure at the beginning and thinking I've got to build this whole task management system. Right. I need to build yeah. like the, like my knowledge empire and it has to be correct. Yeah. Right. Yes. And like, it gives yes. you like a lot of pressure. I had uh, one question that I had while you were talking about that, like well, for my notes and for things like I create tags. Cause at that moment, I think that tag makes total sense and I totally forget about it. Yep. Like I forget what, um, you know, what task and what task is, um, so like I will create different tags, different things. I will add tags and I will forget which tag I created so I cannot search for them. <laughs> like what is, what's like the solution for, yep. for like categorizing things or like super tagging? 
that you use? So I actually use just something really basic and it's called the setup page. Um, and so like everyone that I, that, that like, uh, I, that comes through a fast track, I say, okay, create this setup page. And then anytime that you create a new super tag, just log it in there. Okay. This super tag. That's amazing. Yeah. It's like the index for the bullet journal. It is. Yes. And it's like, it, it's, because there's something in writing something down that makes you remember it. Right. So when you, just because you create a, let's say you create a super tag for tasks and then you go over to your setup page and say, okay, this is the setup tag for tasks, uh, task, okay? It just creates this connection back to it where you're like, oh, that's right. And so you've always got it as a reference, but it also helps you to just remember it. That's, I mean, it's like super practical. Like, you know, why didn't I think yeah. of that? But um, so when you say like, you know, the setup page and imagine like, I, I have a thing for quotes. Like I find a quote, like listening to a podcast is like amazing. And I'm like, okay, like I want to be able to find this again. So I'll put it sometimes under quotes, but then like, um, it's, it's hard for me to search for it later. Cause like there's so many quotes, right. And yep. they come from so many different places. So I noticed that the super tag quotes is not that helpful. So when you're like, you're, you're consuming content, you said like, you know, I'm walking around, like reading podcasts, all of this different content. Um, how do you super tag the things that inspire and spark joy in you? So I just have one tag and it's called a spark note. Um, so anything that sparks me, I, I do it. And just like to give context, I probably have about 700 of those notes that are just unprocessed. They're just oh, in my I see, inbox. I see. Like, and it's funny because people often like, like if I screen share. Overcomplicate. They're, like, oh they're like, oh my gosh, there's so many. Like, does that ever like freak you out or overwhelm you? And it just doesn't. I've just like got used to like, like the number doesn't mean anything to me. I'd rather have a lot than not enough. Like That is interesting, just, like, yeah. I just literally can go through and I just don't ever feel the need to have to process every single thing. I think like I've, you know, I've gone through the whole Zettelkasten kind of stuff and, and, and I think that we just put so much pressure on, right. Well, we captured it. We should have to process it into something. And right. I just don't like, I'm, I'm just maybe a more of a rebel in that way in that I'm just like, you know what, today I'm going to find stuff in my inbox and see if it sparks me. And if it does, great. If it doesn't, don't worry. And, and, and I think a lot of that processing anxiety comes from the fear of missing out. And yeah. the problem with that is that there's actually just way too much information for us to process right now. Like, and it's growing exponentially. And so we're treating information and knowledge just like our parents did or our grandparents or, you know, people who had less knowledge and less like access to information. And we're thinking that we can control it as, as anybody, like as they used to do, but we can't because there's too much of it. So right. I treat it not as something I have to control and manage. And uh, I just treat it like a stream and I just jump in wherever. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's like you're like so much wisdom, and like I think it, it comes from. I mean, the, where where do you think you're you're like you're cool and like you know like where do you think that comes from? Like, 
is it Australia? Like you, <laughs> you seem so relaxed and like you're, you're probably, you're dealing with like a full-time job. Like, um, but there was this, there's this thing of calm and, you know, like very stable about you that, I, that I was always like, just, just really drawn to where do you think that comes from? Like, or how can people get more of that? I I do think that is a bit of an Aussie trait. Okay, so we are laid back, kind of like you know, she'll be right. Like that's something we say. Um, so so there is a little bit of that. But I also think um, wisdom comes with age. Uh, so I'm I'm 41. Like so I'm not like a young like 28 year old anymore. Um, so I I think yeah. So I I and lots of people don't realize maybe how old. Um, of not how old I am, but like, you know, like I'm, I'm a little bit older than I think most uh, creators that you see. But I also just think I have learned, and this does come with age, I just learned that not everything matters as much as we think it does. Like, and I've learned to just let my rebel kind of side come out a little bit and just say, you know what, everyone else is, is processing everything I'm not going to like that doesn't matter to me and so what I try and do is think about what is my outcome and then have to optimize for that outcome so if we go back to like the the example of like processing all your notes I think like if you want a uh, zero inbox of notes then sure go ahead like optimize for processing but what you're doing is if you've got a lot of notes, you're just like speeding through. Like I have to, I have to like, you know, get through all these notes and get my notes in box to zero because that's what people say to do, right? But for me, my optimization is I just want to get as deep as I can into the ideas. And so that that's my outcome. And so I don't care about getting to inbox zero. I care about the quality kind of of that time that I spend, if mm-hmm, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's like really being sure about, what is your outcome? And just like shutting down all the noise that you hear online about the right way to do things. Right, right. You're just doing whatever you want. It's like it it doesn't, sometimes that means that you're not going to go viral. Um, sometimes that means that, you know, maybe you don't grow as fast as other people. Um, but it is more authentic to who you are. Um, and and I think I think that's all that matters to me now. Um, and, and I've certainly done things to, you know, want to grow or want to do this, but actually all I want is to like be inspired by ideas and inspire other people by my ideas. Wow. Ev, like you're, you, you, you just got like 10 times cooler, like, (laughs) you know, with Tana, I don't know, (laughs) just like, I just, just sense this, like, you know, like confidence in your like confidence in just, just in just like your, whatever your philosophy or notes are. And it's like, you said, you know, like, you know, I don't have to produce everything. doesn't have to go viral, you know, and it just doesn't matter. Um, for, yeah. I think I was going to say that confidence has, has come for me through writing online. Like, I don't think that I was as confident as I was, as, as I am now three years ago when I first started writing my, you know, yellow atomic essays. And I think like I put something out this week. It's like some people are like these big like goalpost people like, yeah, we're like shooting for the fences. I am more of the person who needs like little wins 
like every day and every week. Um, and that's how I get to my big things. Um, and, and I think that happened for me writing online. So like I would write something, get validation, it resonates. I'm like, oh, okay, that worked. Like, let's, let's go over there. And so I've just had like hundreds and hundreds of wins over the past three years and validations on my ideas. Like sometimes I put them out and I think, oh, this is like a crazy idea. Like no one else is saying this, but you put it out and people resonate. You're like, oh, okay, that's a thing. And you just kind of like collect all those. That's uh, so awesome. Um, one other thing, another thing that I noticed about Tana is like, you know, we have all of these like integrations that I just thought of this, like, you know, like read wise. And then like things are so automated that in a way, like you end up, it's kind of like buffet. Okay. All you can eat. And then you just gather all a lot more than you can consume or a lot more than you can handle. But with Tana and correct me, things may have changed, but I felt like not a lot of those were in place. And it played it like it, it sort of was better because people were actually, you know, entering original information, like thoughts that were coming out of their heads and not through an integration through another app. Is that still the case? Like, what do you think about that? It's definitely going to change. I can tell you that. Um, uh, so um, there is things. Lots coming. In yeah. The background to... I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I do agree with you in that I think sometimes we rely so much on just like right. our tools kind of like integrating and flowing and, and that's good, but sometimes it's good to create some intentional friction um, and because it creates like stopping moments for us to be like, oh, okay, do I really want to... Uh, do I really want to kind of take a note on that? Does that really spark me? Um, and so I find I try and I try and actually use those kinds of moments as a stopping moment for me um, and a, and an intentional friction. Yeah, it's like hundred percent agree. Like I, uh, that's what I did when I did Rome, and I went to Rome like just you know before a call just to see how like Rome was, Tana, in my Rome there's like so much peace. Like everything that I have on Rome is actually, I kind of like came up with, like I read something and I just did not like copy, but like, it was just like, I was writing it down. Um, yeah. And it just feels very different from like my notion capture inbox where I'm just like, you know, with the, the web clipper, I'm just like sending stuff for later. <laughs> right. Um, and it feels very different. So when I, whenever you share like, clippings of your Tana I noticed that like the stuff that you write like the notes are actually kind of like your thoughts and ideas is that is that true like you you read something and it's not like you're just copying it but whatever you you take from that and then you add it yeah so I my like general process is like so let's say I'm reading something in a book and something stands out to me I'll highlight it and then I will, and I use Readwise as well. So um, I will leave myself a little breadcrumb note, okay? So it's like two rules that I have, highlight whatever sparks me, and then I have to leave a breadcrumb note. Um, it's like, I call it the Hansel and Gretel method. Like, it's like, you know, just leaving a breadcrumb for your future self. Like, why did right, that spark right. me? And so that helps me when I jump back in, um, in my sparking box to say like, oh, yeah. What is okay. one example um, of something that the, you, you maybe know, saved I, recently? I've got the actual highlight and I've got the note to myself. And then I do, I just take time just to 
explore it, right? So I like the way that I think is through writing. Um, and so I will take whatever that highlight was, whatever sparked me about it, and I'll just start to think and write. And I'll say, oh, this, inter- this was interesting because, um, or this reminds me of this other thing, or um, whatever it is. I just, I just literally just explore the idea for a while. And then that ends up kind of coming together <laughs> into, uh, into like a more permanent note um, that I'll then like slot into my library. That's awesome. So like the, when you say like breadcrumbs, like, can you share an example of, I don't know, like a note that you took very recently and like, what kind of breadcrumbs did you like write for, I don't know, a podcast that you heard or a book that you read? Yeah. Let me open my spark notes. (laughs) That's so cool. (gasps) Usually it's like, usually I'll say something like, um, oh, this was interesting or, um, uh, this, this reminded me of this other thing. Uh, let's see. Okay, so I was reading a book. Um, it's uh, about mise en place. Um, and, I love that. Uh, okay. Using that work yeah, clean, like using okay, it as a, a work clean. That's okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> and so in the book, it has a um, an idea called your mise point, um, which is basically the optimal number of actions that you can put on your daily list before you overload yourself. Okay. So, and so all I said uh, here is um, I want, like I, I literally just said, I want to work Mies points into my monthly, weekly and daily routines. Wow. That's it. So like, is I, that so, like, the so that's the note or the breadcrumb? That was my note to myself. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So the, so it, the, it's the whole kind of note together. So I kind of, I highlighted what a Mies point was and then I just said, um, I want to work these Mies points into monthly, weekly, daily. And so then from there I will, so some of my notes are like, that was like a very like specific one, right. um, like, and, and probably more practical, like do this thing. Um, but then you've got kind of like others where I would say, okay, this is, is this an, oh yeah, this is an article, The Art of Productive Procrastination. Um, and what did I write here? Okay, I'm trying to do exactly here. So um, I highlighted this thing, this part from an article saying, I've never been able to go down, go straight down the to-do list to the chagrin of friends and coworkers, yet still everything ends up getting done and a little more. And so wow. that was like the highlight that I took. And then I said, oh, I found somebody exactly like myself. Oh, wow. Um, and yeah. so like, it's like, it's like not even... Like it's it's literally just like what was I thinking in the moment? Why did this spark? I write that down, okay, and then now I can go and I can like start to write a bit of a note about that about like why why that's for me. Yeah, yeah, that's perfect. It's just like a quick, yeah, quick little thing. But it's like it's like so little, but it's so practical. Like that will save you yeah. hours later of figuring out what like your state of mind as you are taking that note or like as you're capturing that. Yes. Um, and I I like end up oh this is like this is so cool and I, I highlight a bunch of things and then after a few days I'll go back and it will not spark anymore, right? Yeah, yeah, and. I that's okay as well like some things just spark you in the moment and then when you go back to look at them you're like no I don't know right and I'm okay with that and sometimes like if I write down like a breadcrumb note like oh you know like 
oh, I like this because it, it reminded me of like XYZ and yes. um, on Notion, what I do is like, I will add, you know, if I'm using the web clipper, I will add a little note on the title. Like, oh, this is a yeah. good reference for X or, you know, I like this because of, you know, or ask so-and-so or like do more research, you know, like yes. I'll, I'll, I'll use those like little notes that, that seem to be very, very helpful. Um, the other question that I had for you is, so once, you know, like with the, the ontology or like, you know, Tana, you have all of this like super tags for me, like out of all the different things that I've collected, I think like the, the. I don't know, like the connecting point or like the big networks are people and places like different places have like contained so much like emotional and like, I don't know, just a lot of information. Um, and then people like who did Ev like, I don't know who did this person recommend me to read? Like, uh, you know, I have this book. And if I say, oh, I don't know, Paul told me to read it. And then it's yes. like, oh, Marie Poulin told me to read it. it. It has like a different value, right, to me. It's like so weird. So yeah. um, for you, like what are those kind of like big super tags that like, I don't know, are most kind of like key for you or that bring value? Yeah, I think um, the all like – my whole kind of Sparknote system is definitely kind of the biggest thing that I do um, and and kind of connection point um, around things, I think, as well. Uh, and, and kind of connected to that is then my content and everything that I put out online. Um, so there's always and, – and, you know, for me, it's just all about the ideas. Like, uh, you know, it's funny wow. because, like, when you said people and places, that when I look at your Twitter feed, that's what I see. Wow. Right? It's people and places, right? Um, right? And then I think to myself, okay, if that's what is that that kind of thing for me? And for me, it's the ideas. Like ideas. that is the thing that sparks me the most. Like, oh my gosh, like, you know, exploring ideas, building them, sharing them, seeing like, you know, do they spark for others? Like, and uh, and so I think for me, that is the connection for everything. Like these awesome. ideas that are just building. Yeah. Yeah. Are there like themes that you notice in your ideas like that, you know, uh, clusters of ideas that you're maybe gravitating towards lately? Um, what are some, I don't know, your top three kind of themes that you're reading about yeah. or, or what's sparking um, more lately? I think there's definitely a spark around like, um, crazy intuitive wisdom like like the wisdom that kind of like you know like is not like what other people are saying like I, I'm feeling very rebel like at the moment wow. um, and kind of wanting to kind of discover uh, kind of all about that I think as well um, a lot about um, energy health um, yeah I, I've got this real thing at the moment around stress and anxiety and how most of us experience it without even knowing that we're experiencing it Mm -hmm. um and so that's kind of a very um big thing um at the moment um and then i probably got another one which is around like algorithms and confirmation bias and like how the internet is actually changing the way that we interact we behave we do all of that so i'm like super into that Wow. And those are like really, 
really not what I would have thought. Like, no, exactly I, yeah, not. totally. Like, so, uh, I mean, and content, like, you know, our interests like shift over time. Um, I've noticed that, or like, you know, things that are popping out on my feed, you've been like, you've been asking about AI, like who, like what's, what's this AI? And like, I could sort of sense, okay, you know, I'm going to get the best video on AI very soon. Um, so I wanted to dive in into like your curiosity around AI. And I know yeah. Tana, like, I think recently started like doing something. I'm not sure if they're using also the, the, the you know, GPT like model or it may be a different yeah. one, but, um, what have you, like, is there anything interesting that you were discovering around that topic? Like AI or? I think, I think the interesting thing is that I'm interested in it now. Um, because I think like, you know, it's really funny when something's too hypey, I ignore it. I, I hate hyped things. Uh, and so like, like. I love that about you. Though, like, you're like, you're like my, my little like beacon of wisdom and like okay because <laughs> you know if everything is like going loose like okay she's she's gonna keep it together yeah I, I'm I just can't do it like and I, I think like even like a month ago I was like I think I'm just gonna mute all this AI stuff wow and then and because for me I feel like I am I am a purist when it comes to writing right and I actually love the joy of it like mm -hmm. I love the wrestling with the idea and then getting it into like the you know the essay and like getting that out like I just love the process so much and then I'm hearing all these people like outsource the process to, to GPT and I'm like right, right. I don't want to and like I don't want to read stuff that chat GPT wrote I want to read stuff that you wrote right. so so I've had this whole like angst about it um and it wasn't actually until uh tana bought in ai to the platform right. and i was like whoa like and so how i kind of think about it now is that i really see it as like a bit of a thought partner um that i can bounce ideas off so i think like writing is a really solitary kind of thing um right. you know we're sitting here i'm i'm sitting here in the dark at 5 a.m like writing every morning and so now I'm seeing AI as kind of someone to bounce things off and to kind of help in the process. So I've got a whole lot of, let's like in my Spark Notes, I have a whole lot of thinking models that I kind of throw to myself every now and then. So like, um, uh, like I'll, I'll kind of take a, a model to, to think through something and then I'll, I'll apply it to, to the idea. And it just helps to kind of prompt things. Well, Instead of doing that, I just wrote a prompt um, at that I actually programmed like like ChatGPT or Tana AI to uh, throw me like a random prompt from my thinking framework. So I already have oh, the wow. framework there. And so it actually, it, it reads what's in the, I've already got in the note and it knows what the thinking framework is and so it actually just said and the whole thing is called get sparked and so it then just says okay um you know apply this thinking framework and here's how to do it with your particular idea it's like uh when i first did i was like oh my gosh like it it works so that well is so and cool. it just and so now that's the kind of thing that that makes me excited it's not like the the actual like hey you know get ChatGPT to write 100 essays for you it's like actually get the get AI to help you think better because I think like 
really we've got to if all of this technology is kind of coming up we have to find a way to leverage our humanity because because tech technology can't do that so we have to so it's like you know what makes us human what makes us unique all of that how do we leverage that and and have ai help us do that so that's kind of like all that's in my head i've got some crazy fun kind of projects i want to build now like okay. I'm like actually just this tomorrow. Well, <laughs> it's gonna be like ready on Monday. <laughs> I don't think so, but I I just wrote a bit of a a thing this morning where I'd love to have like a a website that people can go to or ha- like have it on my website where it would be like Ask AI Ev and it like reads everything from all the content that I've had over time, all my crazy wisdom, all of that kind of thing. And you could ask it a question like, you know, like, like for instance, like you could say, okay, um, how do I, you know, process notes? And then it would like spit out like what I would say. Um, right. From, it's based like on based on kind of what crazy. Uh, I know. I don't know if you read Dan Shipper, like he, um, yeah on every like he's been he's been really playing around at a deep level with like you know ai and like um so i think this he he he's coming up with something like that i feel he had a yeah. coding course to do exact that like you know how can you build your own chatbot on your computer so you're giving all yeah. your personal information and then coming up with the, the things that you were saying um yeah I think right. I think it'd be really cool for creators. I think it's a different, you know, like so, like if somebody had to go to my website and think, what do I want to know? Like they're trolling through like three hundred to five hundred articles. Like I don't even know how many there are now. Um, and so, wouldn't it be so cool if a little bot came up and said, "Hey, I'm, I'm AIF. What do you want to know about today? I'll point you in the right direction." Like wow. I think it could be like a really, I think it could actually be a change in how people explore our content that's like oh and i like so many ideas that like your comment triggered how you're right like there's just so much but what if like somebody knew us very well and also knew all of that content and creating that you know like just connecting those dots uh would save like so much time but it's also like you know the decision making who is doing all of those, you know, the decision making. And sometimes you're deferring the decision making. Is that good? Bad? Like, it's like all, it gets like very messy, but, um, the, the Tana, I know course, I think it's like how you have it all laid out. And I noticed that you are using circle and I, I, like, I think a lot of creators have been using circle to like host courses. How has that been working for you? I'm, I think really good. I actually decided on it when they launched courses. Wow. So before Perfect that, timing. I was like, I was like, I like, there's no way I would have, I would have, um, uh, launched my course on it if I, there wasn't a way to actually wow. you know, go, go through the course material. Yeah. So I think it, I, it's working like very well. I love the idea of having, um, it, for me, I spoke to, um, I spoke to somebody about this the other day who was like, oh, I don't know if I want like the noise. And I was like, I don't have noise in my community. Like I I don't actually run a community in the sense of like, I don't want to feel like Slack where you're like, oh my gosh, right, there's right. so much stuff. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going. I want there to be enough that, you know, like there's still activity happening, but right. not so much that you feel like so overwhelmed, like I've got to keep up with the community. Um, and I'm also not great at long-term community so I'm really good at building things I'm really good at being the crazy scientist 
Um, and I'm not amazing at kind of like the, the ongoing kind of stuff. And so, but I think that creates a unique environment. So I always try to like leverage whatever is unique about me. So it means that it's quieter. It's certainly quieter than the, than the time of Slack. Uh, and so if you need a, an answer that you just are so overwhelmed by Slack, um, the, the time of Slack channels, you can always just come in. You can get direct access to me. So it's kind of nice. I, I like the like I like that I can speak to people um, who, are do, who are going through the course and then also kind of have a bit of a, a quieter space where you can ask questions if you need, but it's not too overwhelming. Yeah. I, um, again, like I, I just, just take you as, as inspiration, like you're an early adapter of the cool thing. So I was like, Oh, you know, like she's doing it on, on circle. And I think that prompted me to look into it more. Uh, I know in lore, she also does it on, you know, like she, she hosts her community yeah. and course material. And I've always, you know, like just so much peace and calm. Um, the I've I've been like looking at you know every time that when I'm like okay should I try Tana again and I and I log in I was like okay I need to go pick up the kids like it's just like I always get cut off but then I guess it gets cut off um, from the people that have been taking the course like what have you noticed are some like I don't know common struggles if any like with Tana or like what gets them excited about Tana uh, I heard about your course from another classmate from Rite of Passage and um you know just again like the the demographics seemed a little bit different like what what do you think people are excited about from your course or like struggling with like with Tana I think that um I think that people definitely come in and struggle I think they struggle in the same way that I struggled when I came into Rome I was like, what is this? It's just a blank page. I don't know what to do. Like, um, And so I think that there are certain people who are builders and there are certain people who just need to have things built for them. Um, I'm certainly a builder, okay? I can see structure. Like I, I did an office hours the other day with Frankie. She's like a creative but also does academic work. And so we, we wanted to like create um, kind of the the creative side, but also bring in some academic kind of ways that she could structure her information. And literally she just sat there and brain dumped to me for 20 minutes on, I think I need this and I want this to be there. And I literally just wrote it down and, and structured it as she was talking in 20 minutes. Wow. So I have like, for, but for me, that's like my natural way of doing things. I naturally can um, categorize and, you know, build and like, oh, okay, we're putting all this together, done, okay? And so I can do that really quickly. Um, but not everybody can. And so I love Tana because I think you've got the builders who are like really want to get in there and do that. And then you've got people who need the builders. Um, and so it's kind of and, – and once – like once you have something established, you can just go off and use it and you don't have to think about it. And so a lot of people are attracted to – my course one because uh the, a lot of people say this to me i just love the personality and the vibe it's very yeah engaging. same same yep um and so I'm, I'm glad about that i'm glad people like me um but i think also i did design it to be done like quickly and like to only give you things that i think you need to get started and to get working like there are plenty of other courses that go into like advanced stuff and into the depths of things. But I I want to work with like real everyday people who are like, I don't have the time. 
Um, I just need to get in and know like what to do first. And they, you know, and, and now it's just all like, so there's, there's a whole lot of intro stuff just to kind of get you started, super tagged, live searches, da, da, da. And then there's templates that you install and you can go and use or you can oh, understand wow. how they work. So it's kind of just like, yeah, it, because honestly, people don't have time to learn another tool. Um, so they just, most people just want to get started pretty fast. Pretty fast, but you, you haven't like, again, I mean, I, I've talked about like 60 modules, but like, you know, they're very short and to the point yeah. and like, I love that. It's just like, I'm buying your course to save me time. Right. So it's like, it's, it's a, uh, you yeah. know, I, I love like your style and like, it's just so practical. Um, yeah. yeah super one practical. The, one of the things, one of the things I've learned actually through creating the course is that people don't necessarily want more. They actually want so this. true. Um, and so I, yeah, so I, I've learned that kind of the hard way. Um, in that like, oh, actually people don't always want the more of it. Like they, if you can do it in less time um, and actually save them the time of watching, you know, like 90 minute videos or, or that kind of thing, then do that because that's actually more valuable to say like, hey, you can do this in, you know, like 30 seconds rather than in 30 minutes. Like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still like, learning, but, you know. No, yeah. totally agree. And um, I, I was curious cause you know, I think like you're very also like, just very like deliberate about, okay, I want to learn about X, who are the best people to do this? And then you, in the same way that you want to teach, I think you, you, you apply that for your own learning. Um, yeah. who are some like, I don't know, course creators or people that you are learning most from these days? Um, or like, what are you, what are you learning? Like, what are, what are you like, uh, or is that part of the rebel part? You know, like I'm stuck. I'm, I just, just, I'm done learning. Like, I, cause I think I, I'm going through that a little bit too, but how do you feel about like, who are the creators that you feel drawn to? And I want to learn yeah. from this person. Yeah, I think it's good. I, I don't think I'll ever stop learning. Like I still feel like there's just so much out there. Um, so I'm definitely, um, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely kind of like still, yeah, um, inspired by so many people. Um, I guess, uh, there's probably three main groups, um, I would say, and they're all, they all are around community. So I'm in Jay Klaus's, uh, creative science community and he's, um, and, and I love that. So he's capped it at like 200 people and there's just really interesting people in there all kind of like on the journey of you know creating that creative businesses so that's that's kind of like number one um I'm I'm not like necessarily in uh ship 30 anymore but I still get a lot of inspiration from Dickie and mm -hmm. Cole um and they're just massive um inspiration for me um, and then the other one is, uh, which I don't always have a lot of time for, um, but is, uh, the small bets community, um, mm -hmm, from Daniel mm -hmm. Basalo and Daniel was actually the first course I ever bought online and it oh, wasn't wow. even a course, it was his workshop on how to do Twitter, um, or how to grow on, uh, how to grow a Twitter, Twitter audience. It was like a 90 minute workshop and he really inspired me, um, 
to get in and look at my stats and start to kind of like analyze what's working and all this kind of stuff. Like that's really like, in, like it was like, I don't know, three and a half years ago, maybe. That wow. I, that I I'm going to tell him. um and uh and so yeah he I like him because he's also a little bit um or not a little bit but a lot like counter thinking Mm -hmm. um and so it he or he always pushes me to just think a little bit differently about what we're doing you know not thinking about the norm like that's that's kind of the people that I want to be around like it's like okay how can we create something that's different to what everybody else is saying online right yeah I I I love those, uh, I'm not part of, you know, the creative lab, but I've seen, I've, you know, heard a lot of his content through like podcasts and just a very kind of like niche, like, okay, we're, we're serving creators. And I think that's amazing. Um, if you like, what kind of projects, you know, are you thinking about like, what's next for you in terms of like creation building? Mm. Um, I think, I'm trying not to build too much more, but actually just enhance what I have. Um, so I actually want to take the Tana Fast Track course and turn it into a course that you can install in Tana. Um, so rather than, so, so like it's in circle, but Tana templates are actually great for like, even like stuff like courses where like you oh, wow. literally click and it gets inside your Tana. So I'm kind of excited to work on that. Um, I really want to take all of my templates that I have and infuse AI into them so that they're all powered by AI in some way. Um, so that I'm kind of working on that and I still have such a desire to write some kind of book. Um, uh, and I think I've been saying that for like three, three years in a row. Um, but, um, I really want to write a book on this whole idea of sparks and spark notes and chasing your curiosity um, because I don't think that enough people or enough creators or the creators that I definitely follow talk about it. I think, you know, lots of people talk about how to generate ideas, but literally like, like I don't have to like try very hard to generate ideas every single day. They're like popping out um, in in all these different spark notes. And so I really want to kind of get that across. Um, I just have not had the time to <laughs> sit down. Wow. Well, I, I, I can't wait for, for the book and then for, for the course that you're going to just almost like, you know, coat over, right? Like this, this, like this, this new coat of, um, uh, you know, of AI that will, just bring like, you know, just, it's yeah. not, you're turning the whole thing around, but it does bring just a very new perspective. So I can't wait to, to see that on the fast track course. Um, anything that, you know, that we're going to add a bunch of links to, to the description and to the notes, uh, besides the Tana course, I know that you sometimes write on medium, uh, you have your Twitter, yep. like what are some of the key places that you would direct people for to get to know you? Yeah, I think like if you want, I kind of got two sides uh, to what I do. So if you want more Tana stuff, then definitely um, follow me over on Tana Academy on Twitter. um, And I also have a newsletter. Um, So that's kind of like all Tana stuff. If you like so into it, always want that. 
if you want to talk more about or hear more about like creating and and building knowledge following sparks all of that kind of thing um then it's just me evelyn c i try not to talk too much about tana um <laughs> even though i still do um and then i've also got a newsletter called the daily creator um, which doesn't go out daily it's just about how to be a daily creator um and uh and yeah that's that's on substack awesome um yeah, this is, you know, a good place to, to, to wrap. Um, thank you so much. It's just like, you know, it's just like so much wisdom and just like your style packed in a very short time. Um, thank you so much for coming and all the best with your book you. that we are all waiting for and just more inspiration. And just, just by being you, just want to remind you that you're inspiring so many people. Thank you. I really appreciate it. And thank you for having me. This was so fun. Thank you. You are amazing. Oh, thank you. That was that was like honestly, it's like so was it like unexpected, like, like different? Yeah, like you were very things I did not expect. You know, even you talking about oh, you know, like I've been like digging this content on stress, anxiety, um, just like I did not expect that that you know, and very yeah. timely too, right? I think so, and I think like that's that's the that's honestly the beauty of like just just being curious like it you don't have to like fit into a niche and and I think that's that's really a big thing for me it's like oh like I, yeah like I write about all this stuff online but there's so many like intersections of things and I think that's why I love the the whole like like you know like yes like I've got all this all this kind of stuff over here I'm talking about in terms of like stress anxiety algorithms how do they work and like all this stuff but it all somehow fuses together Right, it's right. Really weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, I noticed that a lot too. Like even with um, people are just more open talking about anxiety, stress, and you know, like yeah. Um, so yeah, just just like so inspired, and I don't know why do you think it. Like what what about um, you seem to also really know yourself. Like, you know, I, I like this. I like, were you always like that? And I, I always feel like you might have been. No? No, 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 no. Uh, honestly, this last three years has just been the biggest um, learning about wow. myself and and being super confident in, in that. Did you like, go through coaching or like what do you think was the, the, the biggest driver? Like writing you mentioned. It is. It's it's. <laughs> Like, and, you know, and it's not just like, it's, I think it's a combination of the writing, publishing, uh, having wins online, like actually like, and, and people like going like, oh, I've never thought of things like that. And like, you think like, oh, that feels so obvious to me. And so I, I and it's all those little wins along the way where you go, oh, wow. Like, and people in my life notice it. Like I'm actually so much more opinionated now than I ever was. Um, in the, like in real life with people. In real life. Oh, wow. Like, and I can just like literally just, yeah, like I'll have an opinion about anything now and I feel confident in it. And I think that does come from sharing online because 
you can have an opinion about anything online and people will tell you whether they resonate with that or not. Um, and so I don't know, it's just all these points of like these little wins along the way that have suddenly made me like just feel really confident in what I know. Wow. And I think part of it is also your note taking. Like I think like you're you're just owning that information by going through like that one extra filter. Okay. Yeah. I, I listened to it. It sparked something. What is this something that is sparking? And you're like adding labels and then you're putting it down on your like, you know, spark notes database. Yeah. And I think I that's think also your note taking. Like that because I think, I think as well, like before I started this whole knowledge management thing, I didn't write, I didn't do any writing like that. Like I might collect quotes or something, right? right. So like I, you know, or, or you're highlighting books. But I think there is something in like saying, okay, well, this is the information. And then by writing it, you're kind of, it's like you're then embodied knowledge. Right. And so I'm like, I am like, you know, literally learning and writing things down. And now I have a library of those things that I feel like is my knowledge now. Yeah, so it's, it's part of you. Yeah, the more knowledge I build, I feel like it is a part of me. And so I can just then, I don't know, <laughs> just be confident in that. Yeah. Whereas like I might have forgotten about it before or like when you don't like write it down, it's like, oh, oh I, I read that sometime, didn't I? Like, Right, right. Yeah. I, I do that all the time. It's just like that, that like five extra seconds of breadcrumb, you know, kind of noting yeah. that and I'm missing out on a future spark. Yeah. So I need to do that more. Um, thank you so much again. And um, this was, so this was like, this it's was really, so fun. I hope you honestly, enjoyed it. Like I just, yeah, just I'm like, doing it for my guests and for myself. I mean, like podcast, <laughs> nobody like, listens so to this, good. you know, <laughs> but like. <laughs> you get all of this practical, like really cool stuff. Like you get to ask all the questions. Yeah, I get like, to ask all those questions. <laughs> and like, you know, I, um, right before like this past week, I interviewed, it's a, a very good friend of mine who, uh, whose son got into Juilliard and he's like, a, he, when I met him like 20 years ago, he, I'm like this, you know, like this Juilliard kid was my ring boy. And, uh, I later, later found out like the dad, um, he was this like successful entrepreneur. Things went, things went down. And then like, he was struggling with like alcohol and like all of these things happened. And then like, we talked for two hours and he's like, he was just, just talking about his, like, you know, alcohol abuse and like his healing and how he wanted to use a story for. And then like, he was like, this was like therapy. <laughs> yeah. And then like, I, that, that's what I want from this podcast. Like, you know, just like, uh, I don't, I don't know a lot about like the statistics, but just like you said, having somebody from, I don't know, like France download this and listen, it's like, it's like, it blows my mind. I think so. And I, I mean, this really fueled me like just, I don't know, like, you know, it's just like two people like, and I, you know, I think it, like just the way that you ask questions and it's like super thoughtful and I'm like, mm. oh, I love that. Like, I know I, I love to be like challenging, like, you know, let's go deeper or like, tell me more about this. And, and so I, I really appreciate that.